Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. The Board, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And I would just like to say, for the record, none of these games should qualify for a real board. Presented by FanDuel, but here we are. (laughs) Nothing says bowl season, holidays, like a Friday brunch, 1130 in the morning kickoff for the hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. We all grew up watching, or not, a tradition unlike any other. You are looking live at a piece of shit stadium at a resort. Thomas A. Robinson Stadium. At Atlantis or wherever it is. Basically, it's where it is. It's in Nassau. So they're playing at a kid's soccer field. <laughs> UA- like Will Farrell's coaching one team. Yeah. Well, hey, got a couple Italian superstars. Close enough. Trent Dilfer's going to be the new coach at UAB. <laughs> so this is the matchup. UAB minus 10 and a half against Miami. Miami the of shit Ohio. Miami, yeah, not, not the, the real one. one. Total's 44 and a half. I've actually been to this game. No. Yes, I went to the inaugural you make jokes. I went to the inaugural. It was the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl. Now at the time. all the shit I said is actually hurtful. <laughs> I didn't know you went to this garbage. I, I did go to this game. It was Cooper Rush, seven touchdown passes, bowl game record. What'd you do? Make a vacation game. of it, or was this at a work trip? So this is a it was a work trip, and it's the sad work trip where the team got down there a week early. But Jim had to cover some other sports and got flown in the night before the game. I spent less than 24 hours. This was Christmas Eve of 2014. Yes, that is the reaction I had. I know. This is I got why. to be there breathing the air for all of like 12 hours. I can, showed can I exhausted tell you at the uh, This hotel. is why I hate your fucking conference. That's why I hate the Mac. Right there. You, they disrespected my boy. This I is know. almost a spite play against Miami. Now, let's layer this out. Well, you, have, you have a great stat about the Mac, and I, I knew this to be true without doing the research. The Mac's awful in bowl games. Correct. So what's the stat that all you right, have? All right, the stat, and again, guys, Trends. Hey, we just saw a trend get broken. Army Navy. I offer this to you as a backdrop. Mm-hmm. Do what you will. Um, as underdogs, and Miami is a ten and a half point dog. Mm-hmm. Underdog MAC teams in bowls are eleven and forty nine straight up, which is not good even by underdog standards. But are you ready for this? Twenty three, thirty four, and three against the number since 05. Now context of those numbers that is the worst conference against the numbers underdogs in america right there so automatically i go okay we got a backdrop here's how i looked at it and then cookies is our maction expert mm-hmm. first of all miami is the worst football helmets in america and they look like they're out of the east bay catalog rest in peace uh second of all blaine gabbert's little bro portal 
has hit the portal. Right. He's their, yeah, he's their starter, and he was actually good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Except he's gone. Now, I'm going to let Cookies talk to you and opine about the backup, who apparently is mobile. Here's the deal. The best singular player in this game is UAB's running back, McBride, who is a tank. And I don't know why he hasn't hit the portal. I don't know why he doesn't play real football. But they're going to run it. And I get Miami's stats say, hey, we stopped the run. But you know what the problem is? Those are Mac numbers, man. And I, I don't want to be rude. This is the cradle of coaches. If UAB played in this the This is Mac, middle America. If UAB played in the MAC, they would have gone undefeated. That's how bad the MAC is this year. If Toledo's the best team you got, you're fucked. So congratulations. Now, look, I do. What I don't like is the number opened at seven and a half. It's out to 10 and a half. Value is gone. Correct. I just question whether Miami is any fucking good. What if I tell you Chuck Martin, their coach, yeah. 3-0 and against the spread in bowl games. Defensive coach. We've got a low total and 10.5 points. Mm -hmm. Those are things we target. Now I want to tell you about Avion Smith, the backup freshman quarterback. Oh, boy. They run the ball. That's the one thing Miami's done. They won the last two games without Gabbert, and they did it with him at quarterback running the ball. UAB's run defense gives up 4.69 yards per carry. It's 108th in college football. Mobile quarterbacks burned them in the FAU game, the UTSA game, and the LSU game. You can run on UAB. And again, close, defensive. Miami does stop the run. Ten and a half points. Take Chuck Martin. I'm playing the Red Hawks. <sighs> They're bad. They are bad. The conference is bad. Oh, it's 10 and a half points I in a defensive is. game with a team that can run on a team that doesn't stop the run. But again, you're looking at, you know, like, let's pull this like, up. What's the minute. score to you? Is this like a 31 to 10 game? Kind of feels that way. I think they suck. When I, when I look at UAB, and I understand you're going to tell me these data points aren't great, but think about this. They played Liberty, who was pretty damn yeah. good before Hugh Freeze hoed them out. No, that's not a pun. Uh, UTSA. Better than anybody in the mm -hmm, MAC. Meet me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. North Texas, probably better than anyone in the MAC. Went to LSU. Like, there's five. Oh, Western Kentucky would be one with Austin mm -hmm, Reed, the mm -hmm, quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's five or six teams where I look at, I got data points. And you know what they've done in all these games? Outside of the LSU game. Sorry. Look, man, they blew out North Texas. They lost a shootout to UTSA 44 38. And when you go back to the Liberty game, 21 14, no disgrace. I. I really do lean. I really do. Okay. I, I lean UAB here. Now, I don't have to make this a play. I don't like it. But there is part of me. I'm coming after you. I'm taking the Blazers. Trent Dilfer's going to be in the booth. He's not officially coaching yet, but I don't give a fuck. He's going to be doing QB camp. He's going to be wiring shit like MTV's disaster date. I'm taking Dwayne McBride. I think Miami blows. Give me the Blazers. Dig your own grave. Friday at 6.30, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. And before you laugh, this actually is a matchup with two top 25 teams. It is. It's the only bowl game that pits conference champions against each other. Nice year, college football. And, nice year. And both teams are on 10-game winning streaks. Troy, minus a point and a half against UTSA. The Roadrunners, the total's 55 and a half. Yeah, I actually, I really like the way Troy's playing. Um, I know I had them early in the year against Ole Miss. They're a defensive team. This defense is real by G5 standards. And look, late in the year, believe it or not, dude, their offense is on fire the last three weeks of the year. And I get it. UL Monroe, 
not great. Arkansas State is straight shit, but they bombed Coastal. They yeah, well, put the coach up, was had one foot out the door. Yeah, they damn near put up a 50-burger. I'm just talking offensively from Troy. Look, there's games Troy to win 10-9 against Army. They won 10-6 against South Alabama, 17-14 against Texas State, 16-7 against Marshall. It's a defensive team. But arguably the best group of five defense. And that's the key for me is the defense with a month to prepare against an opponent in UTSA that I feel has been. Watch a, it. What are you going to say about them? I just you think, feel what? What do you feel about them? I think they're a little disappointing. I know they won their conference, but like I felt like they got very lucky in a couple of these games I've watched, including the Army game. Bias. Bias. Still alert. holding it against. Them. Bias alert. Talk to me. I mean, Frank Harris is, is 40 really. 40 touchdowns. He's the engine. As a dual threat. They've scored 40 points per game on this 10-game Also has the San Antonio area code tattooed from his kneecap down to his ankle. That's commitment. Right. you got this senior quarterback, and I feel like that's a spot where he's going to go out on a high note. I don't think this guy's an NFL player, but he gets a chance to go out on a high note. And you could say Troy plays defense. They do. But I tend to think the way college football is. Football in general. If you've got an offense that hums, I don't yeah. care that they lost their OC. It's about that quarterback. Yeah. I'm taking UTSA. Uh, I'm going to be I'm, – I'm actually partially out of spite, but I'm going with the defense because, look, I don't, I don't think UTSA is going to get any stops. And I think Troy's going to be able to get a couple. Troy's offense is playing fantastic. And, look, UTSA, I bust your balls a little bit. Like, I was super bummed they didn't beat Houston. They should have. Mm-hmm. I thought they got lucky against Army. Um, and there was one other game at the beginning of the year. It doesn't matter now. But you're right. Once they get in the conference, they took care of business. I just think Troy being favored tells you a lot here. And I'm going to take the better defense. And this is another opportunity for me to either catch a game on you or not. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Titans. And, and some of this, guys, there's some bias here. I get it. I mean, I watched them largely stone Ole Miss's ground game. Now, I know it was two and a half months ago, but that's a data point. It matters to me. So I'm going to grab Troy. Last note, Frank Harris will not go out on a high note. He's coming back for his seventh season. Dude, when you get, a, make ta- a, quick correction when you get a, an area code tattoo from your kneecap to your ankle, it almost requires you die well, at the program. I feel bad, but like I assumed a six-year quarterback was not returning, but here we go, seventh season. I'm I ain't t- leaving. I'm, I'm taking him. All Van right. Wilder and, and meet me. Right, that's it. What do you got? Wasabi Fenway Bowl, <laughs> Saturday at 11 in the morning. The this cartoonish is, dimensions of this. In, in addition it to, to the, the story of, of the coaching. Okay, so they're playing at Fenway Park. The Why? Fenway Bowl. No kidding. Why? I posted in our, our little sheet the dimensions of how this is going to work. Both teams are going to have their benches on the same side. It's, a, it's effectively center field at Fenway. Yeah. Or, or left center field at Fenway is where the benches are going to be. This is totally ridiculous. So and then the monster, that. imagine sitting in the green monster and watching this. You have no. like one end zone where you have to peer over. I'm not sitting in my living room and watching this. <laughs> and then on top of it, the coaching. Satterfield leaves Louisville to go to Cincinnati, and he's going to have to play like bouncer between the two benches. He, he's gonna, well, no, he's, he's not taking over until after the game. But so he might he be watching a, in the suite? He might be a marked man if he's on that sideline with his old players. The spread in this one, what do we got? What's the spread? It's a point. Louisville minus a point. Point and a half. I, I and the see, total's been going down, like yeah, cratering down. It was 44. It's 40. a point and a half, just for, for reference. Okay. Point and a half. It matters, dude. Hashtag college kickers. Total's Hashtag down. crazy coaches. Hashtag analytics. Hashtag Jim Costa. Total's down to 40 and a half. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, 
Okay, so this, let's... By the way, this is the inaugural Fenway Bowl. The 2020 version was canceled to a pandemic. Last year, Virginia had COVID. So this is the true kickoff of yeah. Fenway Bowl. All right, so let's start with this. Who's more motivated to be here? Probably Louisville. Probably. Probably, but... But, but Malik Cunningham, their star quarterback, you guessed it, is preparing for the NFL draft and I, is gone. Can I ask why? Because kids get a lot of bad advice right now. To be clear, I don't mind guys sitting out of bowl games. I think it's a business decision at the end of a season. I have no issue with it. But who's drafting Malik Cunningham? Well, I'll give you the other one, and we're going to get to the game later. What is Anthony Richardson doing not playing? Son, you got to put some good tape out there. You know, some teams flirting with you as a first-round pick, but there are plenty of weeks where they're going to pop that tape in, and you can't complete a fucking forward pass. And I get it. Against Utah, he was the magic man. But I, I, some of these kids, I don't get. It's like 12, 13 weeks ago. That, but you get my point. Yeah. So look. But like Malik Cunningham, he's a dual threat quarterback, but dual threat's being generous. He's a running quarterback. He is, and that's the thing. See, if you run it against Cincinnati, and if Louisville in turn runs it, I got a great stat for you. Louisville, when they were able to get 165 yards rushing or more this year, 6-1. and one. If you run it against the Bearcats, which for the first time in a long time, they are gettable, uh, you beat them. But here's the problem. No Malik Cunningham, I think that does some irreparable damage to that offense. No coach. So we got, you know, uh, uh, now again, is there a chance Louisville's fired up, fuck Satterfield, they go full Thanos mode wearing a jewel glove and blow up the world? It is possible. But when I look at these two teams, I will tell you, top down, Cincinnati's a better team. Schedule-wise, Cincinnati's a better team. Cincinnati will play anyone, anytime, anywhere. And they handle their business. And their loss, there is no shame in losing to UCF in a game that was on the road. Shout out the bounce house. A week I had UCF. I just feel like I saw Cincinnati against a superior ground game in the Golden Knights. And I saw them hold their water and lose, what, 19 to 13. I'm going to trust the program that was built by Rob Riggle, a.k.a. Luke Fickle, (laughs) I actually like the Bearcats here, and I feel like I'm walking into it a little bit. Well, it feels like one that we probably should pass on because both teams lost their coaches. But if you want to play it, to me, it's as clear as day. It's Cincinnati. It's not just Malik Cunningham who's out. It's also their third leading rusher, uh, Evans, one of the running backs, and their leading receiver, Hudson. And their OC left to go be Western Michigan's head coach. So what's left offensively in this game? I, that That's my whole point. And the, I just feel like Cincinnati, a little more stable. Again, the motivation is the biggest concern. But I'm going to play the Bearcats, too. All right, I'm in. Bearcats, done. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 